All right, guys, I'm excited to be here. This is episode number 19 of my podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something that's a little bit heavy, the dirty truce about using social media to build a network marketing business. No one's talking about and teaching people how to avoid these traps. I'm going to make a very, very controversial statement to start this off. I'm excited to be here. Uh, we started our summer Yesterday was our very first day of our actual summer where we weren't doing anything. So for the next couple of weeks, we're not doing anything but enjoying time with our kids, working on my business and just kind of just enjoying ourselves, enjoying our time. Uh, so it got me thinking a lot. And I'm going to I'm going to drop this out here to start it off. I do not believe network marketing as an industry or home business as an industry is successful. I just believe it's getting a result. I thought about this a lot for like two years straight and I thought about this and I thought about it and I thought about it. There is this slide that's shared at almost every company and it's shared at almost every industry event where it shows how much income is generated and how much revenue is generated from the network marketing industry. And it's on top, it's, it's, it's equal or more than sports leagues, entertainment. It's a lot of money. I don't even know the exact number, but what I will say is I don't believe network marketing is successful. I think it's just getting a result. And I think that result is super low because of the potential. I believe the potential is so high in network marketing. It's, it's, it's similar to this. I'm a big basketball fan. Uh, right now, you have summer league basketball in July is the evaluation period. There are a lot of kids that have such high potential but don't even reach it, yet, they're, they're, yet they have good results. So network marketing has what on the surface seems like good results, but I don't believe it's successful. I believe it's, it's underperforming, and a lot of it is uh, I think they're putting the cart ahead of the horse. That's not what this podcast is about, but what I'm going to talk about is how using social media is the most powerful tool to, tool to build, um, and people are messing it up. It's very simple. People are messing it up. People are messing it up. Okay, so uh, most people are not getting a good result in home business. I think the ones that actually get good results are the outliers. I would say probably 80 to 90% of the people in the industry don't get good results. But yet we're told that the industry is successful. I don't know how you could be a part of any industry where about 75 to 90% of the people who actually join a home business ever don't create results and you still call it successful. And I don't understand that. I've thought about it a lot and I know why I think about it and I've created a lot of content on that. Uh, I'm not releasing that because I'm I'm working on something. Um, I'm rebranding everything that I have because I want to change what I talk about daily. Um, because I don't feel like a lot of people are getting the results. If you look down into the teams, if you look into the companies, most of the people are not getting the result that they wanted when they started. Um, and then, but, uh, but Dennis, there's reasons. Of course, there's reasons. Uh, but I believe it's it's the seeds that are being planted. I believe the seeds that are being planted in network marketing are 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 not the right seeds. We're planting seeds that are going to set people up for failure. And it's so like, almost like subliminal. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. But what I'm going to talk about today is how to use social media and how there's, there's things that are going on in social media on Facebook in all of life, 
not necessarily just network marketing, but you just got to think about things like Facebook's very weird, super weird. You got a lot of people that you'll go and look at their Facebook profiles and it doesn't look like them because you can look at up-to-date pictures and you're like, dude, that is not you. Facebook is fake. They should call it fake book because that's basically what it is. Facebook is fake book. And so what I see, I see a correlation to uh, seasoned politicians are very similar to the way that network marketers are being trained to use Facebook. What do I mean? They're very scripted. Politicians who are in the in the politics politics for years and years and years, they're very scripted. They're always looking perfect and they trying to please everybody. And you'll see that with very new network marketers who are trying to learn that, you know, because this is the path of network marketing. Write your list, shotgun blast your list, waste all the relation capital you ever had with very little training, very little direction. After that, we're going to start doing what they call attraction marketing, which is implemented so horribly. It's implemented so bad that they start looking like they're a scripted robot and it's very similar to the way the politicians work. And I'm not going to make this political, but I think one of the main reasons why Donald Trump won in the election is because people were sick and tired of the bullshit. They're tired of this scripted narrative where they'll that a politician will say anything to get elected. Um, and I believe that that is happening in network marketing. People will say anything to bring people in their business. If they have a pulse, they'll recruit them. I've been there. Hey, I won't say I'm on a high ground. Shoot. I probably recruited more than half of the people I recruited. I should have never recruited them. They weren't ready. They hadn't had an experience on the product. They were in it for money. Um, so I think that the things that kill network marketing at home businesses is the scripted posts. You can tell someone, you can tell as soon as they join network marketing, they have very good posts. And when I say very good posts, very good like copywritten posts that are very slick, very good marketing posts. And you're like, dude, you don't even talk like that. Like you do not know how to write like that. You're obviously going and seeing someone in your upline, you're copying that post and you're posting it and you're not, you're not giving credit. So you come across as unauthentic, right? You always try to look perfect in your pictures or in your, in your videos, if you make videos and then you try to please everybody. You won't say anything that's offensive because you don't want to segregate people, right? You don't want to turn people off. And the reality is, is there's so many people on Facebook, it doesn't matter if you offend people or not because someone will resonate with what you're saying and they'll be attracted, okay? Here is a dirty truth that I believe that's got to stop and that we're marketing. got to stop using very general terms, very general terms. I hate the words when they say anyone, everyone, so easy, best system. Um, I, I don't like those words. Um, Anyone can do this. We've got the best system. Everyone's getting results. It's so easy. You got to see through that and see what that is. That is literally the lies or their white truth, white, white lies, right? Anyone and everyone cannot do this business. It's not built for that. And so if you say, well, any, I'll, I'll work with anyone, you'll work with anyone. Because anyone is a pretty, pretty strong word. 
You'll work with everyone who raises their hand. Everyone is meant for your business. Everyone needs your product in their body. I don't believe that. I'm in a health and wellness company. And I know for certain that every human on this planet is a little different. And not one product or service works for everyone. So if you use words, anyone, everyone, you're full of shit. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. And I'm sorry that I cuss, but I just get fired up because I'm like, I don't want people to be tricked. I don't want people to be cajoled into this industry because I do believe in this industry. I believe that people can make money. I believe that we can help people get their life back. But it's not for everyone. And I'm not going to use general terms like that to say, oh, we have a better way and we got to go show it to everyone. It's not for everyone. It's not. And it's not easy. So I don't like when people say, oh, we have an easy system. We have the best. I, I, I don't like that word. The best. The only true way to know if you have the best of anything is to have tried or experienced everything. Otherwise, it's a biased statement that is just simply used for marketing or to, uh, oh, but Dennis, I believe it's the best. Well, you have a very naive belief if you believe it's the best without trying other things. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't care if you think I'm right or wrong. I feel like that. I don't use words like that because it's disingenuous and I believe that it turns people off because what I'm seeing as I'm seeing these trained, quote unquote, trained marketers using language and posts that to me, maybe because I've, my eyes are open, they look silly. Those people look silly. It bothers me because I'm like, that person looks silly, right? They're going to look back in two or three years and they're like, what the hell was I talking about? Because I can look back at my memories. Hold up. All right, we kind of dropped on Facebook. Uh, let's see if we can get it back on. I don't know if we are. Anyways, we're going to continue to go. I'll try to jump back on my Wi-Fi. We'll see. If not, what we'll do is we'll get live again. This is why when you're doing uh, stuff that are technical, always copy and save your line. All right. All right, I'm back. So sorry for that. I don't know what happened. Can't control technology. But here's another thing that bothers me in the dirty truths about social media um, and using network marketing. And I think that this bothers a lot of people. Um, it really kind of irks me when you are always, when you're always mentioning your kids in your posts, when you're, you're, you're marketing your kids. And that kind of bothers me a little bit. Um, 
because you're always saying things about how thankful you are to be at home with your kids, how you do everything for your kids, how you wouldn't be where you are without a business for your kids. Um, it's kind of like using your kids to sell. That bothers me. And I, I think that's, it can come off as disingenuous if you're always talking about um, you're grateful for network marketing because you get to spend more time with your kids. But here's what I will ask. If you're stay at home in network marketing and your income supports your family and your wife or your husband isn't supporting with the job, I think you have more ground to talk about how network marketing or home business caused you to be home. Now, if you're marketing a lot about how you're so grateful and so thankful that you get to be home with your kids because of network marketing and your spouse isn't also supporting or co-supporting, I think you have more of a ground. But I do see people who maybe the husband will be full time in building a network marketing business, but the wife will be working a job. And I'm like, So your spouse is actually supporting you. You're you're chasing the business, which is great. But then you're talking about how the business allows you to be home with your kids. But reality, the income from the spouse is allowing you to be home with the kids. So that bothers me because I don't think we should be using our kids to 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 sell. And I, you know, I see a lot of people they. I, they know how to get a, more engagement on Facebook. They they pump their kids out there a lot and bothers me because my kids are precious and I don't want my kids all over uh, used as a tool. I don't want my kids to be used as a tool. First off, I don't want to sound scripted. That's what I talked about in the other video before we lost the feed. I don't want to be scripted. I don't always want to look perfect. I haven't done my hair. It's in the morning. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm just getting started today. Um, and I'm not trying to please everybody. I could care less if you enjoy what I say or not. There's so many people on Facebook that there's so many people on social media. It doesn't matter if you enjoy it. It matters if I like it, if I come across real and, uh, someone resonates with it and can take what I'm doing and take what I'm saying and use it. Um, thanks everybody for coming back on. I don't know what happened. I, it dropped. Okay. So here's some dirty truths about social media and network marketing that don't work. Here's how I'll just, I'm going to relate it with experiences. 100% how you won't ever recruit me in social, in network marketing. And maybe this is what you feel like. This is how I feel. Here's what I don't like about social media. Let's say I friend request you and we start to chat. And you ask me, hey, Dennis, well, what business are you in? And I tell you. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm in a home business. Okay, what business is that? If they ask me that again, oh, well, I'm in a health and wellness business. Okay, what's the name of your company? Oh, you know, you know, funny you asked, would you be interested in looking? That's deceptive. And it's it's kind of shady. Like, I don't like that. There's a better way to do that. And there's a better way where you don't come across as a person that's like trying to skirt a question. An example. I had a, a lady and I'm not throwing her under the bus because she's super awesome. We started chatting last week. And if she watches this, she should learn from this. She asked me right away, hey, send me a voice message. Hey, well, oh, cool, cool. Well, what are you? Oh, it looks like you're in our marketing. What company are you with? I said right away the name of my company. 
And I asked her, well, what company are you with? We went back and forth six times with voice messages. Six times. I sent her six. She sent me six. In none of those six would she say her company's name. This lady is a successful network marketer. I knew 100% right there she would never recruit me because it didn't feel good. It didn't have a good taste. It turned me off. Because if she had easily said, I'd have been like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I don't know much about that. Why don't you show me about it? But no, nah, the first time I knew the company is when she tagged me in a, uh, a group. She added me to a group, which that's a good system, right? It's a good system to add people to groups before you share a lot of information. What I don't like is where you're deceptively not trying to answer a question when I reciprocate. So you asked me what company I was in. I told you, you didn't reciprocate. You're knocked off my list. You're 100% off my list. I'm not on my list. You 100% will not ever recruit me. If I tell you what company I'm in and you won't reciprocate back to me, I can't trust you. And I don't like to build like that. People don't like to have that vagueness and people don't like to be like strung along. That's a bad part of network marketing that's there. And there's a training out there that teaches that. And I believe you, what the, I think the, I think what the, the gist of it is, is we shouldn't be using our social media to push our company name everywhere. I agree with that. But if someone asks you and you tell them and they tell you, they should, th that should be reciprocated. If it's not reciprocated, it gets weird. Okay. Another way you will never recruit me. Okay. If these words come out of your mouth, you'll never, ever recruit me in business in the next 30 years, ever, never. And I remember, I have a very strong memory. I put a lot of good supplements in my body. My memory is strong. The memory is strong with that one. They would say, if you ever say with your mouth on a post, or on a direct message to me that your compensation plan is the best in the industry, you're already eliminated 100%. You will never recruit me. If you say that you have the best owners in network marketing, when we talk, you will never recruit me. If you say that your company has the best products, you will never recruit me. If you say your company has the best system, you will never recruit me because the only way that you would know if you have the best compensation plan, the best owners, the best systems, the best products is if you are in everything. And if you were in everything, you can't recruit me because you couldn't be committed. I do not like that language and it's dirty. It's a dirty language for this business because I, I got hit up. I get hit up a lot because I, 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 I friend request a lot of people. I build my friend list. I'm, we, we got 5,000 friends we can have on Facebook. So I'm maxing them out and it's a long process. So I get in, I get in direct messages and they, oh, you got to check out my company. We got the best compensation plan ever. It's a mix between a binary and a unilevel. Oh, I said, it's the best compensation plan. Oh yeah, it is. It's, it's hot. It's new. Done. Done. You'll never recruit me ever ever. Why? Here's the truth about network marketing. You can be successful in any company with any compensation plan under the sun. If enough end user customers 
stay on your product because they've had an actual experience and they love it and they never want to get off of it. If you create raving fans as customers, you'll make money in any company. So when you say you've got the best compensation plan you've ever ran across, you don't understand that I don't give a crap about that. I don't care if you have the best compensation plan. I don't care because that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not money motivated. The only way that someone would recruit me is if they're solid leaders and they don't lead with business. They say, Dennis, I've seen a product I've never seen before. I can't say it's the best, but I think it's solid. I think it's solid and you should take a look at the product, right? Because for one, I'm not going to jump into a company and I'm not going to use the company's system. I'm going to use my system. I'm going to build my way. I want the owners to be solid people, but I can't tell if they're the best people. How could you tell if an owner is the best owner in this industry? Because I guarantee you, there's a lot, there's so many solid owners with great hearts. They love the Lord or they're, they have a strong faith. They have conviction. They have belief in what they're doing. They're not sleazy people. There's probably hundreds of them. And when you make a short-sighted claim and saying mine is the best, That's like saying your sports are the best or your sports team's the best when other people have other opinions or it just, it rubs me wrong. You'll never recruit me like that ever. And I'm not recruitable because I pick and choose where I want to be. And that bothers me. And I think that that's a, a dirty, if, if your team is teaching you to say language like the best, anyone can be successful. Everyone can be successful in this ownership. We've got the best owners. We've got the best system. We have by far the product that's going to disrupt this industry. We're on the verge of a billion dollar industry. We're, 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 we are, I heard a lady say, I've got, we've got our legs. Our left leg is in a, a billion dollar industry and our right leg is in a billion dollar industry, meaning two different products that the company had. I'm not interested in that. It doesn't matter. Go watch Shark Tank. If you watch Shark Tank enough, you'll see that that does not impress those the sharks. Being in a billion-dollar industry does not impress people. That's potential. That's what I was talking about at the beginning with network marketing. How I don't feel it's I don't feel network marketing is successful. I just feel it's getting a result. And while it's it's a good result. I think it's vastly underperforming and, and underreaching its potential. So using language like that makes you look like a newbie. It makes you look like you're trying to be salesy and pitchy. I don't talk like that. I have, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work past your warm market. And we we teach a lot to sacrifice our warm, warm market in this industry like, like it's nothing. Here's a problem I have in network marketing. And I've talked about it with my wife. I've talked about it with just only like two people. And I've done this and I'm guilty and I'm I'm repenting about it. I've literally sat down with people. And I didn't share with them what it was. And they sat down with me. And I shared the opportunity with them. I showed them a video. I used a tool. They tried the product as a one shake product, a one drink product, and they drank it. 
right there on the spot they signed up to build the business. And I did the industry, the training that's in the industry. Bam, fam. Book a meeting from a meeting. So I had a meeting with that person. They saw the product. They saw the opportunity. They were like, I got to do that. They joined. And then within two days, I was in their house sharing with them, their, with their friends and family. And we were doing calls. But Dennis, that's the training. That's what you're supposed to do. I disagree. I've thought about it a lot. I feel bad. I feel like I let them down. I don't know how. I didn't see it then. I see it now clear as day. That was very low integrity of me. Very low character of me to allow someone to make a business decision on the spot without actually experiencing a product. Then to using what works, it works, right? You can use words and you can get people to join and then, hey, let's book so we can get this and we're we're dangling the fast start bonuses in front of people. So we're leading with money and then they go and they 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 burn the relationship capital their whole life that they've worked for with those people and they burned it, but they, they weren't on the product for that long. They hadn't even got their starter pack in before we went and already showed the rest of their family. There's no way the product had an effect on them. There's no way that they actually had a, a genuine experience on the product. And uh, there's no way that they were like, you know what? I believe in the company. I believe in the, the owners. I believe in this product. It changed my life. Or I'm having an experience. Nah, they just, they liked the marketing video. They really liked the marketing video. They liked that that the product looked good. They loved the, the taste of it. And they did say they felt good right away. And that's great. But then they made a several hundred dollar decision. We started contacting their warm market like with the training was. And then we were already in front of people. But they hadn't been on the product even 30 days. They don't know how their body's going to react to it past that day. And I can tell you, there's not one product in this industry that actually works for everybody. That's crazy. There's not. People are so different. Like you can literally, me and my wife can eat the same food, the same food. We can test our blood for glucose markers and her glucose markers will be different than mine, but we're eating the same food. I mean the exact same food to the down to the same amount. Why? Because our bodies are different. Everybody's body's different. That's where medicine is going. Hopefully, more on a functional side of medicine is we're getting more personalized uh, recommendations on how we should uh, be treated because we're all different. And so, I, I, like I sat in my house for a long time and I was like, man, I didn't even give anybody a chance to experience the the product. How could they go tell people in good faith that this was what they needed to do? They didn't. I, I, I misused the trust and maybe people are listening to this and being like, no, nah, Dennis, they did experience it. That's how it's built. That is how network marketing is built. And I think it's wrong. And I think that's where they put the, the cart in front of the horse. And I believe that that's the, that's the seeds that are being planted that isn't allowing it to reach its potential. I won't ever do that again. I won't ever sit down at a Starbucks, show a video, allow them to experience a product and bring them in the business the same day, book a meeting from a meeting. I won't teach that. I won't even recommend that. I won't work with people who want to build like that. 
not the not the in-person meetings. I won't I won't work for people who who use three-way messenger to get people to sign up. As soon as they sign up, they're like, okay, great. Let's go through a quick start training. Let's get you to make your list. Let's get you to shoot the list out to get it out to people. Let's get everyone on a on a Zoom call and hold that hold your horses. Did they get on your product or service? Did they get an experience? I can't recommend something that I don't believe in. And I can't believe in something that I haven't experienced. And that's just me. And maybe that's just my way that I was built. If I don't feel good that my parents could be on it or my wife, if I don't feel like my wife is going to get an experience with it in her body and, and I don't get an experience, if I don't trust putting it in my kids, if, if I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not pushing for money no more. I'm not pushing for money no more. Money's a byproduct of this industry. And I think people are missing that. And I think that's one of the things that's the fatal flaws that's dirty about network marketing is the pushing of the money, the pushing of the six figures, the pushing of the fast start bonuses. And that's why 90, probably 85 to 90% of people don't get a good result because you're putting the cart ahead of the horse and you're burning up people's relationship capital that they've worked their whole life with these people. There's a better way. There's a better way to be a normal person, to have a product experience or a service experience and actually changes your life. For me, it makes more sense on a product because there are a lot of good products out there, a lot of people, but they market them so bad. It's so bad. That is so bad. Such a turnoff. And it just makes you question like, where's this training coming from? So if you're using language like, that and hopefully the girl that pitched me watches this video because she's my Facebook friend and I'm not trying to be mean. Quit telling people that your compensation plan is the best or that it's the hottest. You sound like you know. I, have anybody seen? Um, answer my question. Has anybody seen those Facebook memes where it's like uh, a car salesman and it's like I can put this many this much stuff in the and I, they slap the trunk and they're like, I, I can't, it's a funny meme because they, they do it for a lot of people. I could put this much in, slap the trunk, car salesman. It comes across to me like that when people are like, oh, we have the best compensation plan. Hands down. There's nothing that competes. I've been in this industry. I haven't ever seen anything like that. That's like hype. I don't care. Like, I don't care. If the product is good, you'll make money. If people get results, you'll make money. That's the whole goal. There's only one. I wasn't going to say this. There's only one goal in network marketing, and I don't understand why it's got lost. What is the whole point in network marketing is to take from a manufacturer and get it to the end user consumer. That's it. That's what the whole pitch is. Cut out the middlemen. Build a distribution network from the manufacturer or the service provider straight to the end user. Ambit Energy, they get the electricity, they cut out all the middlemen, they get it to the end user. Health products like Amway, they manufacture the products straight from the manufacturer to the end user. That's network marketing. Network marketing is not, we got the best compensation plan ever, you got to get in here, we got quick, fast start bonuses. I, I, I've wrote so much, I probably wrote about 50,000 words on, on, the, on kind of the thoughts I'm talking about. It's coming out probably within a month or so when I get my website finished. Um, but I'm doing it right this time. When people use language like that, be very weary. Put your ears up and say, whoa, 
If they use words like anyone, everyone, so easy, best system. If they're always talking about. Yep. Yeah, I feel you, Carrie. I feel you. Um, If you hear people talking like that, you got to be smart and be like, put your bullshit meters on, man. It's like, if you need money, I get that. I get people need a little extra side money. You know what I think the best way to make a little extra money is? The, the best way to make a little extra money in your life is to get your health in order. Get your health in order. Start feeling better. Start exercising. Start putting good stuff in your body. And what will happen is there's like all these collateral effects in your life. You start producing better at work. You start having better relationships. You start You stop eating out as much. You stop going to the doctor as much. You start actually enjoying your life. You start actually, your brain wakes up a little bit and you're like, if you think that your brain can't wake up more, then you're delusional. Bad food bogs your brain down. Good food, good whole food nutrition, grass-fed meats and 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 whatever. I don't believe in a vegetarian vegan diet. I, I think that's a very hard diet to do. You have to be so disciplined. I've done that. I went that for over a year and what I realized is mostly I just ate carbohydrates and that's not... Having a high carbohydrate is not a good diet. Having a high sugar diet is not a good diet. You want to make more money? Get your health in order. Once you get your health in order, it like opens your brain to be like, man, I actually can do better at my job and get a promotion. Or maybe I've got enough energy now I can do something on the side. But the trap is go find the best compensation plan, the newest, hottest thing out there. Promote it shamelessly. Burn up all your relationship capital so people know that that's who you are. You've branded yourself on Facebook as a person that bounces from opportunity to opportunity. And you use words like, man, this is the best thing I've ever seen. This is the best system. This is the best products. You've got to get on this now. Anyone can do this. Everyone's having success. It's so easy. And it's not true. If someone says making money online is easy, It may be easy for them now because they've gone through the trials. It's not easy for everybody. Don't talk like that. You know, I just watch people, man. Another way to get disqualified from ever recruiting me. And this should be for you too. Maybe these principles are the same ones you should use. If someone shows money on Facebook, if they show their back office volume, if they show how much trades they're making, people who show what they're making, That is just a marketing ploy to get you in. People who make money don't show what they're making. I've learned that. My dad, my dad, I had to learn that at 15 years old. I worked in the oil field. My dad put us on pipelines. Um, My dad was the boss. So we got paid well. This other guy was just a shady dude. And he worked on pipelines with us. And he, I was 15. He was way older than me, way older than me. And I was 15 years old. And he was like, all day one day, well, what do you make? What do you make? You know, you're the boss's son. What do you make? What do you make? What do you make? And it bothered me, man. He just bothered me all day. And you know, when I was younger, he was much older than me, stronger than me, and very aggressive. And I was timid, probably like 120 pounds, 15 years old on pipelines in, Texas, in West Texas in the heat. And at one point, I just said, here's what I make. And I told him. That dude got pissed like he wanted to fight me. Like, quit on the spot. We were way out in the boonies. His ride was there. He just laid under the truck all day and just talked shit to me all day long. 
And I realized at that point, I ain't never telling people what I make anymore. I had to learn that lesson. It ain't none of their damn business what I make. And that's why I got to a point in my uh, now we're marketing recruiting phase where people be like, well, what do you make in this? It's none of, none of your damn business what I make. I'm not, I'm not recruiting you based on what I make. I'm showing you an opportunity. And if you want to take that information and you want to run with it, but the reason why they were asking me what I made is because I led with the business and they're trying to see if I was making money. You know, I've seen people like that. I've had people brag to me like that. Like, I made her open her back office to me to show me what she made. So I knew she was truthful. Oh, so you bulldogged him. That shows more. You telling me that showed me your character. I don't think people should be sharing what they're making. I don't think it's none of anybody's business. That's why I feel like there's a lot of fatal seeds um, being planted in this industry. And I think it's, it's, I think it's like, I don't think people are going to realize Facebook is, uh, Facebook is weird. And it really, if you think about it, I don't know when Facebook went public to the people, to the general mass, less than 10 years ago, to the mass audiences. So this thing's relatively new and it morphs, man. And you can see through a bunch of this stuff. And if you are that person, I don't think you can get that stigma pulled off you quick enough. You'd have to literally just delete all your friends and go get new people. Man, you know, I just think that you got to be very careful about how you use Facebook. And when you're posting your earnings, I think you turn off more people than you think you do. You might perk the ears of the people who are looking for the quick buck, but trust me, those aren't the people you want in your business. You know who you want in your business? Raving fans of the product or the service. A thousand true fans is what you want. Of the product or service. You want residual. That is what's pitched in network marketing. Mailbox money. Residual. Residual only comes from the end users. So when you lead with your message on recruiters, you're not even focused on the goal and what the pitch is. It's like it's like a it's like a a morphed out abnormal vision of what you should be promoting. But that's the training, and that's what I don't like, and that's why I think that these dirty truths, and I don't think people like, I've never heard anybody talk about some of the stuff I talk about. And I'm sitting here telling Bianca about this, and I'm like, am I crazy? I feel like it's all wrong. I feel like it's all wrong. People are teaching how to lead with the business and build with the business. Build business, 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 business. Because they'll say, you know, I lead with the business. My wife, she leads with the product. <laughs> Yeah, I go with the business. She goes with the product. How can you leave with the business if you don't have the product? Like that's the whole goal. That's the only goal. Are you just trying to get the, the overrides and the, the bonuses off of recruiting? I think the goal is to do get customers, right? I was pitching opportunity. It's a newer opportunity. I'm not even going to say the company, but this is what they what I saw. So they talked to me about it. I went and Googled them, right? I go watch YouTube videos. And they were excited because the company grown. In six months, it had been in business. And this was, uh, they did the recording at the end of last year or this year somewhere. <laughs> in six months, they had brought in 10,000 consultants. 
They were excited about that. 5,000 customers. I was like, half a customer per consultant? Yeah, I know what y'all are. I know what y'all are leading with. Y'all are leading with the potential of the business with a binary uh, comp plan that's mixed with a unit level. You can tell what it's being led with. Half a, half a customer per consultant is a failure. A failure. And I, I was like, I'm not interested in that at all. Because in six months time, you weren't even able to get customers on your product. Half a customer per consultant is shameful. I believe in this industry and now we're marketing. We should be able to train people how to get hundreds of customers in their lifetime. I believe that. I believe that the ratio on your team should be 15 to 20 customers to every consultant. That is what network marketing should be. But they're not, that's why people are using these words. It's turning off people. They're not understanding how to get that place because of the training is so bad and it's so like shotgun marketing to your warm market and it just it turns off people but dennis i don't think we could do that that's not what the industry that's not the stats on the industry i know that's not the stats on the industry that's why i've said that i don't believe network marketing successful i just believe it's getting a result and i don't think it's a good result even but dennis it's making a lot of money I understand that. Jeez, Jiminy. I understand it's making money, making more than other industries because it's got the potential. It's got the potential like all get out. But it could do better, okay? So I'm going to leave you all with one thing. I think I've been on for 40 minutes. That's what I like to do these. Okay, the best advice I can give anybody in network marketing is very simple and it'll cut out all the other nonsense. This is what I will teach and train. This is what I will go forward with. Very simply, be authentically, unapologetically yourself. That authenticity, being yourself, unscripted, unedited, if, if that being that authentic will attract people. Why? It's because like I talked about earlier, there is this uh, fakeness that's in politics, but it's also prevalent on social media. And you'll see someone, I've seen this lady and I, I've followed her or I friended her. Every video she puts out, she, she's not made a mistake on any of the videos. She won't do a live stream. She'll just record videos and put it on there. I don't think that people want that. I think people want to see you trip up, have your hair messy, be a real person that's live, that's drinking coffee, that can make mistakes. I think it's more authentic. And then in that, I think you need to be unapologetically yourself. You shouldn't morph into the behaviors of your upline. And I hate the saying, when you grow your network, you grow your net worth. I hate that saying. And I also hate that we should fake it till we make it. If you're faking it to make it, you're not being yourself. And I will be the first to admit that I believe that I, I fell into that trap. And it's kind of why I checked out of social media because I was like, dude, I'm not even being real with myself. I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror and be like, damn, Dennis, you're you. And so now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to be me 
unapologetically. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to use better language. I'm not going to lead people into uh, using words to trick people. I'm not going to do none of that. I'm going to be me. Some people are going to raise their hand and be like, dude, I like what you say. I like the energy you're putting off. I don't know what you're doing, but I would like to look at it. Because you just, you have a different aroma. And I believe that that's what needs to be trained in people's teams is there is an aroma on Facebook and just scroll after we're done. Think about it. Just scroll through and be like, man, you can see it. I add a lot of networkers because it's interesting. I find it very fascinating, very fascinating to see the training. A lot of these people learn from people who aren't even building anymore. You know who I'm going to learn from? I'm going to go learn from someone who's got boots in the ground. 100%. I I don't think I gained as much in business learning from professors who had never worked in the industry than I did from professors who actually had boots in the ground and built businesses. I learned a lot more from being around business builders and people who are actually entrepreneurs. Oh, by the way, if you just start a network marketing business, you're not an entrepreneur. It's not even your company. You're a 1099 consultant. Take that language out of your mouth. Unless you start a business, which could be a media business, a marketing business, a content media business, you're not an entrepreneur. You are a 1099 consultant. Okay. How does your money come in? Does it come in as a 1099 consultant at the end of the year? All right. Congratulations. You're not an entrepreneur. You are a consultant but you can be a business owner. You're not an entrepreneur. You didn't set up the marketing. You didn't set up the manufacturing. You hadn't done none of that. If you went to go sit down with the sharks on Shark Tank, they'd laugh at you if you said you were an entrepreneur. They'd go, no, you're a consultant. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? I'm not, I'm not discrediting it. I just don't like the language. I'm an entrepreneur. I built actual physical businesses. And then we do real estate and we do online stuff. And I've actually sold stuff that I've created out of nothing. But I'm not an entrepreneur in my network marketing business. I'm a 1099 consultant. It allows me to build a business because of the tax code. I'm able to write stuff off just like any other consultant. If you're a consultant in the oil and gas industry, if you're a consultant as a lawyer, if you're a consultant as an engineer, you're not an entrepreneur, but you can own a business. So just use different language because people are like, are you an entrepreneur? Oh, you are. Oh, you started that? Is it your product? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not my product. I'm just, I'm promoting it. Oh. Let's just be real here. Let's use real language. And that's where it comes back back to being authentic. Authenticity comes from being real. Authenticity comes from using language that actually does what you say you're doing. And you got to be unapologetic about who you are. That's the best advice I can give y'all today. That's all I got. This is episode 19, guys. And I appreciate everybody who's been on um, watching the live stream. I have a lot more to say on this, but I'm biting my tongue on this because I'm pushing it out soon. And I'm excited about it because I don't care if I ruffle feathers and I don't care if I go against the grain and I don't care if everybody's going one way down the river, I'm going to go the other way. Not just in spite of them, but because I think my eyes are open and I see things. Now our marketing is massively, has massive potential. But the training is limiting it. The practices are limiting it. Don't be a part of that. Be a part of the future. Thank you, everybody who's watching. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I appreciate it. If you like this, you'll love my other episodes. I've got everything in going from how to balance your life to optimizing your life, some business advice, some health advice, um, 
So you can check that out on iTunes. Um, I'll post a link. It's in iTunes. It's on Anchor. It's on Spotify. I got it a lot of places. So check that out. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you on the next one. And I hope you'll have a blessed weekend. Um, And I hope you make a decision to be authentic, unapologetic, and be yourself. All right, guys. Thank y'all. And we'll see y'all 